for a great leader that we're following. Um, if we decide to follow after someone who's great and exalted and, and we, we kind of want to follow in their footsteps, it makes a lot of sense if they were to say, um, no servant is greater than their master, um, because obviously if we're following them, they're greater than us. And this may have made a lot of sense to, to the disciples as well in this kind of worldly way of thinking that, that God is, that Jesus is the exalted one, the, the high and holy Messiah, the anointed one of the Lord, and that we are kind of trying to exalt ourselves to follow him and be like him. And therefore, that, that's not a hard saying at all. You know, Of course, we're less than the, the exalted one who we're following. But this saying becomes very difficult when we look at it in the context of all that Jesus does to show the kind of leader that he is, the kind of master that he is. And as the very first line of our gospel today says, it puts, us in the, it puts that saying in the context of what Jesus had just done. He just bent down and washed the feet of his disciples. he just shown himself to be the lowest one at the table, the servant of everybody else there. So therefore, it means something very different to think that all of Jesus' disciples are less than he is, rather than Jesus being up here and, and where, you know, not quite as great as him. Jesus puts himself in the very lowest place. So if he then says that we are lesser than our master, then we need to find an even lower place. And of course, Jesus does that with his whole ministry and of course, on the cross, he goes to that very lowest place of humanity, the, the lowest place of um, abandonment and rejection and the consequences of our sin and to death, the lowest place that we can go. So there's a challenge for us here um, in our seeking to be disciples of the Lord, in our seeking to imitate him and draw close to him, to ourselves try and find the lowest place that we can. To, rather than exalting ourselves, rather than clinging to privilege um, and looking after all that we've got and the honour that we're being shown and the comforts that we've got around us, to embrace with Jesus the lowest place in our lives. And I want to share a few stories about a particular saint who um, exemplifies this in his life. In fact, he's not a saint yet. Um, Blessed Charles de Foucault is going to be canonised on Sunday, so worth reflecting on him this week. He encountered the Lord and converted and wanted to live a very, very radical kind of response to that. And this was always a theme for him that wherever he was living in the various different kind of ways, he expressed that response in different kind of, he lived in different religious ways across his life. He always had that theme of wanting to seek the lowest place. Um, There's a time when he was living in a Trappist community as a monk and he would only accept the most menial of jobs. He wouldn't, he wouldn't kind of do intellectual work or, or other, he wouldn't take on any leadership in the brotherhood, he would only want to sweep the kitchen. That was all he would do. He would just work with his broom, the lowest, most common and demeaning thing. But there's another story at a time where he lived, he went to Jerusalem um, to live and he was trying to imitate the, the hidden years of Jesus' life before his ministry when he was just living amongst the people, hidden and nobody knew him. And he went and lived at the gate of a monast at the gate of a convent, basically, as a beggar. And 
I can't remember whether he was a priest at this point or not, but he didn't, he didn't let the sisters know anything about who he was or about where he'd come from. He'd come from kind of noble heritage in France where he was born. He just begged and just worked in the garden and did the most menial jobs that he could. And there was an incident when there was a fox getting into the garden and he had to um, get a gun and wait out and shoot this fox. And I don't know if it was another gardener or one of the other workers there came and brought him the gun to use. And he, he kind of showed him how it worked and said, like, and this is what you need to do and this is how you load it, as if he was instructing like a five-year-old child. <laughs> um, totally demeaning to Charles. Uh, showed him how the gun worked and is, are you sure you know what you need to do? And Charles had spent many, many years in the military before this, so he very well knew how to handle a gun. But he welcomed this as, as a chance to be embarrassed, a chance to be thought of as simple, um, a chance to take that lowest place. And then so he took his gun and waited all night long, and he didn't see the fox, but then still somehow the fox had gotten in and whatever it did, whether it stole the eggs or ate the chickens or whatever it had done, he failed in his mission. And again, he welcomed that as a chance to be humiliated uh, and a chance to be, to be lowered in his own status so as to better imitate Christ. So perhaps we're not called to do this in such a radical way as Charles was, as he um, took on this call, but still we can look at those ways in which we, we, we try to exalt ourselves, perhaps in, perhaps in seeking position or the honour of others or getting other people to like us, perhaps just in our own thoughts. Um, one particular way that I think this can play out in, in, our, in our minds, and I know it does in mine, uh, and I'll leave you with this, is the critical judging sort of thoughts. We can, we can look at others and have this kind of constant train of thoughts in our mind, putting them down and finding fault with them, which is really kind of a way of propping ourselves up because they're not as good as us. But if we're seeking to humble ourselves and to find that lowest place, a great way to foster that is to look at the goodness of others. Rather than being critical and judging others, we can look at others and go, okay, where is the gifts in this person? What, what is this person bringing to this situation? How is God moving in that person's life? What's the good things about them? And try and see them in a better light than ourselves. St. Paul talks of this in that same way. He says, consider others better than yourselves. Um, because in this path of discipleship, we're always trying to imitate the Lord and draw close to him. And he has chosen to take that lowest place of humanity. So let's um, consider as we lean into him in the Eucharist, how we can draw near to him by humbling ourselves, by emptying ourselves and by seeking to find that lowest place.